Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, awesomes. Welcome back to Sorta Awesome. I am your host, Meg Teets. I'm joined by my husband, Kyle. Hi, Kyle. Hello. We are here with the latest, newest installment of this new series that we're doing midweek for you. You know, it's the middle of the week. I think everybody needs a like a, a dose of awesome. It's right? the day of humps. <laughs> well, that's also a thing. Some people think that's awesome. Well, that's true. That's true. But in the middle of the week, we like to come and bring you, um, well, first of all, celebrations, right? Celebrate good times. Good times. Come on. Awesome days. Little known. That's as close as I'll ever get to singing. That was pretty close to singing. You really danced the line there. It was more of, what do they call it? It was more of a poetry reading. A spoken word poem. Yes. Well, we we want to help you know the little-known holidays that are worth celebrating. There's tons of them every day. Kyle does a ton of research so that we can find these. And also... I, I, I don't really. Well, I mean, I feel like it's a ton. It's a ton to me. Well, maybe you and I have different barometers. Do you think that might be the case? I know our thermometers are different, so I'm assuming perhaps the barometers are as well. Are you referring to the fact that my skin heats to an unnatural level to the point where you have said, and I quote, you seared my skin. And I didn't in fact just say it. I scream it in a (laughs) high-pitched voice. (laughs) For reasons we're not entirely sure of, my body temperature does run really hot. That has little to do with what we're talking about today though. So it's true. Um, not only did you find us some good holidays to celebrate one for most every day that is for today and the week ahead. Also, you did a good job of finding some interesting trivia facts from history. And you know, I try. I, you do. I do try. Yeah. It's not that I don't try. You always, it's that I do try. Yeah. And sometimes it's, it's aww, and you clap anyway. Yeah. But I do try. You have done an amazing job. We've got a whole... You, I feel like this intro is... Docket. Unnaturally long and building up to okay. something we can't possibly satisfy now. Well, let's get into it let's then. Let's just say good day. <laughs> Wednesday, May the 12th. Here's a thing that is questionably awesome, but I, I do have a little bit of a story that goes along with of it. Of course you do. In 1846, today, a group left Independence, Missouri for California... Later, trapped in the Sierra Nevada, 
they might have eaten each other. This, mm-hmm. of course, is the Ill- ill-fated Donner Party. Yes, delicious. My side story, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> My side story is that I, I specifically remember learning about this in social studies class when I was a kid. And it was like a, a sort of like loss of innocence for me. It was the first time it really occurred to me that history can be disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, from kindergarten through fourth grade, I lived on a street named Donner. That's right. You did. I ate no one. Good. And as far as I know, no one ate me either. (laughs) So Good. You you escaped alive. There's a life lesson here, though. Today would be a good day to not set out on a cross-country journey with strangers, even semi-familiar people. Right. Yeah. Let this be a lesson to us all. Yeah. In 1820, we have the birth of a woman who founded trained nursing as a profession for women. Of course, that woman is Florence Nightingale. And this just so happens to be a reason to celebrate. Today is International Nurses Day. So how, how would you celebrate that? Well, first of all, if you know a nurse, and we know several Reach out, send them a text, tell them that you appreciate the work they do. Uh, Should it be encoded in a secret message format? I don't think you have to make it complicated. I, I, I mean, you could. Complicated, that makes it interesting. Interesting. You could make it interesting. You could take them to an escape room. And this is why birthday spankings came about. It's boring to just be like the 18th person, happy birthday. And so now you just start beating people, and that keeps it lively. <laughs> I guess so. so I'm not suggesting we spank nurses. We should not. I'm saying take them to an escape room. It doesn't get much more interesting than that. They're okay. going to be like, why are you doing this? And you'll be like, to celebrate you by let's solve all these puzzles and see if we can get out of this room. Perfect. Well, 1978. It's a beautiful year. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. The NOAA. As they say. For those in the know. Mm-hmm. Um, they announced that they would no longer exclusively name hurricanes after women. It was a moderate blow to the controlling matriarchy. Yeah, we'll, we'll get all of those women named back, women's names back. I'm sure Don't you worry. will. Yeah. I'm sure you will. I remember, I feel like only one year in my lifetime that there was a Hurricane Kyle. And it was quite disappointing. Oh, it was a bummer. I guess. I mean, you'd hope if something's named after you, it does something prolific. But at the same time, I suppose that equates to death and mayhem. So I don't, it's a toss up, I guess. I don't know how to evaluate myself. I don't know if there's ever been a Hurricane Meg or Megan. I'm going to have to do a little side goog. There has. Okay. It had babies. Okay. (laughs) That had spinoffs. All right. So that was Wednesday. So for the week ahead, Thursday. May 13th. What do we have? Well, first of all, it's Father's Day. Is it? I know we just celebrated Father's Day in conjunction with Mother's Day. Uh I can't remember which country it was, but today it's my good friends from Germany who celebrate Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to the many German male listeners. Yeah. (laughs) Sort of awesome. We have our own Facebook group. It's, it's called you. Krankenhausen, and it's all of the, the German male uh-huh. fathers, fi- father figures. Oh. Yes, father's figure as well, because sometimes <laughs> Germans pluralize different things. I made that up. Well, okay. 
All right. This, there's a lot going on today. It is a holy day of obligation for Catholics and other That's uh, not in the notes. Christians. No, I'm, I'm just uh, I'm for, doing improv right now. Yeah. Uh, I almost said something else. I shouldn't <laughs> say. I know you would have had to edit. It is the Feast of the uh, Ascension of Our Lord. Today, mm-hmm. there's a lot of other feasts going on today, but it's notable that in 1940, on this day, Winston Churchill, former uh, the late prime minister of, mm-hmm. of England, uh, addressed the House of Commons for the first time as prime minister and is quoted as saying, I have nothing to offer but blood, toil, tears, and sweat. Now, later, as he was casually smoking a cigar after that address, he was cordially welcomed into motherhood. Indeed he was. As mothers everywhere know, that's just about all we can offer you is just our own blood, toil, tears, and sweat. You think you have more until the moment of truth comes. And this isn't a a slight against women or mothers Mm -hmm. because the same is true of fatherhood. You you think, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this and that. And I'll really, I'll really kick this one right. And yeah, then you're just like, no. No, when it comes right down to it, it's just a lot of bodily fluid, bodily function and crying, really. Yep. So. Eat, sleep, poop. Yep. All those things. Um, you, I highlighted the next one wrong. That should be yours. Oh, well, also on this day, and this is one of the feasts being celebrated today, near Fatima, uh, Portugal, three children reported seeing a vision of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Yes, Our Lady of Fatima. That's right. Yeah, that's today, May 13th. Moving into Friday, May 14th, we have... Well... I think it's really important, and I'm so glad this falls on a Friday this year. The 14th? Yeah, no, not just the 14th. This holiday, this celebration. Okay. It is National Dance Like a Chicken Day. If there's any day of the week that deserves a chicken dance, it is Friday. I would I would agree. I would concur. Okay, so wherever you are, whatever you're doing on Friday, please do take like 10 seconds and do a little chicken dance and then you've celebrated the day. Here's the most important part. Yes. So feel free. If you're driving, pull over, get out a notepad or be prepared to take a voice note. Is that what they're called? Voice memo. Voice memo. Yeah. Okay. That feels fancy. Um, Here's what you do. Okay. You do need to dance like a chicken. Please do. But, and it's a big but. (laughs) Okay. You need to make sure that you do so in such a way that humiliates someone near you, mm. whether it's a coworker, a spouse, or or significant other, or especially if you have children, a child. This is how it should be done. Definitely, you make sure that your thrill brings humiliation to others. I would propose if your children go to school and if they're back in school on campus, that school drop off in the morning or after school. After school could be even better because then everybody sees what's happening. Get out, do a little chicken dance while you're picking your kids up. There's a chicken dance song. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it, it's kind of squeeze box, Eastern yeah. European sound. And that's an accordion for those of you not in the know. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a thing. Yep. Um, it should be done. Mm-hmm. It's also National Buttermilk Biscuit Day. Mm, I love a biscuit, especially a buttermilk one. I am typically... Not that big of a, just stop. You're making faces that the listening crowd can't see. And I'm feeling very 
defensive right now. You should. You said something I very unpopular. I have my hands up in kung fu grip. Okay. Just let me finish. Okay. Can I finish? As Ross Perot frequently said during his unsuccessful presidential <laughs> run, there's can like, I finish? There's like five people, including That's okay. me and you. That's know. okay. Because I don't say it for anyone else besides me. I figure if I'm enjoying things, yes. people will at least enjoy that I've enjoyed myself. Okay. However that goes. I'm not typically a fan of, and this is where I was cut off, breads in general. I'm just not a big bread guy, uh-huh. but, and it is a big but. Uh-huh. Again, it's the uh-huh. second big but. Okay. Buttermilk biscuits are atrociously good. <laughs> Atrocious and good are not yes. words that we usually put together, but okay. Yeah. I, I would slap an old person mm. to get one. When it went back, way back, way back when, um, when I was first getting into coaching, I had no money because that's how coaching works. We would go one to two, maximum of two, usually one morning a week. And usually it was Thursday because Thursday is kind of a unique day in the coaching world for college coaches that coach on Saturday. We would go to Hardee's. Oh, man. And we would get the breakfast sandwiches that were served on buttermilk biscuits. My personal favorite was the bacon, egg, and cheese on that buttermilk biscuit. And I would eat those very kindly purchased for me by one of the coaches making more money than I did. Mm -hmm. I would eat those and then I would fight the rest, the next six hours to avoid going into a buttermilk (laughs) biscuit coma. (laughs) Oh, they're so good. My mouth's watering right now. I could, I could really, I could do some damage with some buttermilk. Yeah. It's just really. Yeah. I could, I could eat myself into diabetes. (laughs) All right, so not only should you be dancing like chickens, but grab yourself some buttermilk. Dance like you know you're getting ready to have a buttermilk biscuit. Or, and or, while doing the chicken dance, at the same time, simultaneously eat your buttermilk biscuit. That could get a little aggressive. It's, it's, uh, it's, It's the evolved, it's the next step, it's next level awesome. Okay. So on this day in 1998... There, this landmark of American pop culture. I mean, a definitive part of our teen years for sure. Teen into young adulthood. Your teens, my forties. Yeah, uh, a television comedy, Seinfeld, mm-hmm. airs its last episode. Do you remember the watch party that we were part of for this? I no. You don't. It was not that long ago. <laughs> But you're saying it like it was some massive event. It wasn't. There was like six people. <laughs> who, who, all, who all was there? We were at my sister's boyfriend house, boyfriend's house. So it was her okay. and him, me and you. And I feel like there was two or three other people. I don't remember this at all. Okay. I think I blacked out uh-huh. while I was there because I was forced to be. I'm an introvert and I was forced to be in the company of others. Oh, so I blacked out. That's yeah. what happens. You've repressed that memory. It, yeah. Okay. But it, it, yeah, what a great show. And that was a, a major part of our dating years. That's right. It sure was. We would mm-hmm. watch Seinfeld and... Friends, sometimes. It was all on Thursday night. But there was another one that was very specific. After all of that it's was over, we'd very, watch ER. I was going to say it's very loosely related to the nurses who were celebrating. <laughs> it's, it's the ER. Yep. Yeah. 
That's true. Golly, it's been a few years since that was on the TV. All right. What else is going on? Well, 1878, and it's a big year, 1878 is. I remember it well. Robert A. Chesborough, or Chesborough, however you say it. He registered the name Vaseline. Okay. All right. Vaseline (laughs) is so deeply, deeply underappreciated. Yeah. It's from our youth. It's one of those things. It's like Robitussin. Mm -hmm. Um, Way back when Chris Rock did a whole skit on Robitussin. Okay. As the cure-all. Oh, okay. It was it was pre Big Pharma figuring out they could create thirty things instead of one. Uh, yes, Vaseline was like, "What's wrong with you? You got a cough? No, no cough. Okay, well, if there's no cough, it's Vaseline. If there is a cough, it's Robitussin. <laughs> These are your choices, and a band aid, maybe, maybe if you're lucky. Yes. Do you recall Vaseline from your childhood and or what application? Oh my gosh, might have been used. This is. I do, but we only had one application of it, and it's you use it pretty for? crass Uh-oh. to talk about on Chapped air. butt. Close. My mother, who is a nurse, an mm-hmm. RN, uh, she believed the most accurate way of taking a temperature was rectally. Well, and so- she and I both. <laughs> Which is a problem with those new digital ones that go in your ear. They don't, you got to really work it. It's an awkward... I, I, this is Especially my own when fault. you're doing it on the front porch. <laughs> this is my own fault for taking us down this path. But this is the truth. We didn't use Vaseline that much, except that my mother okay. always had a tub of it for if she was going to take someone's temperature with A it. big tub with yeah. stains down the side. Of course, yeah. because it was like seven years old, yeah. probably. Yeah. And she dipped that all the vaso, in there. All the Vaso had evaporated out of the Olean. <laughs> it was, Yeah. Okay, do you have a memory from your childhood? I do, one that I hate, and I think those are the things we remember most. Of course. Anytime, so growing up, I played every sport from literally kindergarten on. I played every sport we could get involved in. I enjoyed that, or at least that's what my parents told me. Yeah. And that meant I played soccer a lot of of years. I played soccer. Okay. Um, Or for those of you not from the U.S., it was football. Mm Mm-hmm. And... There's two, there's two seasons of that. Okay. I didn't realize like a fall and a spring. Yes. Okay. And both of which at differing portions of the season expose you, especially in Oklahoma to cold wind. Oh shoot. Yes. And so I'd come home and my cheeks, Yes. not my butt cheeks, but my face cheeks would be chapped. And the solution was to smear a big old glob of Vaseline on there. Yeah. Hated it. But did it heal your cheeks? I don't think so, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think it prolonged and exacerbated bad symptoms. Interesting. How is rubbing petroleum products on your face really a <laughs> helpful heal thing? Yeah. <laughs> do this is a pop quiz. Do we or do we not have a tub of Vaseline in our house right now? If we do, it's a mini. Okay. It's a tiny tub. It's nothing like the five gallon Vat. barrels vats of it that we had growing up. I don't think we do. I'm just being honest. I don't think we do. I I would lay a small wager that if we went upstairs, yeah, dug through the baskets of, of, Basket of medicinal medicine. goods, yeah, that we would find like a one quarter full 
miniature jar of Vaseline and nobody in the family would be able to recall what, where did the first three quarters go? What have we even used this for? That's for sure. Other than dad taking his own temperature. (laughs) You took it down this path. I I know it's my own fault. I know. All right. Well, so for Saturday, by Saturday, we're to May 15th. I mean, like by the time Saturday rolls around, we're halfway through the week. I mean, the month, the not, month. and the week, and, I guess, well, if you think about we're it. We're more way. than halfway through the week, yeah. but yes, we're right. actually on the last day of the week. Lucky for all of us, Saturday is National Chocolate Chip Day. You, my friend, are a chocolate chip fiend. Yeah, we can't keep them in the house. Oh, except we do. We don't have any right now. I bet if I went and dug around, I'd find a shelf with a few strays. Yeah, that's the truth. Running around up there. I love chocolate trying chips. To, trying to make chocolate chip babies. <laughs> I love chocolate chips so much. Um, I don't even need them to be in anything. They do not need to be in a cookie. They do not need to be in a pancake or a a banana bread, nothing. I like to eat them straight out of the package. Mm -hmm. But my favorite application is if you get a spoonful of peanut butter. And some Vaseline. No, gross. Mm. Some A spoonful of peanut butter, sprinkle some chocolate chips on it. You've got a snack and a spoon. You're ready to go. Take your temperature. You're good to go. No, that's gross. But it is National Chocolate Chip Day. So if you are the pancake making sort or the cookie baking kind, grab yourself some chocolate chips and celebrate the day. Or just eat them. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I know you are. Most people don't. There's a secret stash. I wish there were right it's now. It's not as secret as you think, Meg. I wish there were. Mac. But even I can't even be trusted with my own secret stash. Oh, I know. I see the mayhem that goes on. I watch tearfully. <laughs> That's the last of the chocolate chips. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't, I only like chocolate chocolate chips, but you use um, white chocolate chips sometimes for baking, doing yes. cheesecakes. With caveats. Yeah. I mean. If I'm going to use white chocolate chips. Yeah. True, like that size. Yeah. It's got to be Ghirardelli. Yes. My preference, though, is to use the the much wider, I don't even know what you call them. Like the bars. No, no. They're, they're like chocolate chips, but they're oh. almost as big around as a quarter, but they're not very tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Also, probably Ghirardelli, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like the bars, I did, but it's got to be decent quality. I use that predominantly. In fact, it's the only recipe I can think of. I do a... A white chocolate rum cheesecake. That's that's it's pretty good. Very delish. Very delish. Just don't let any of the kids get into your white chocolate chip stash. Or the rum. (laughs) Or the rum, yes. Okay, today's also national nylon stocking day. You know what I'm wearing. Well, and it's the only thing I'm wearing. Okay, pull them up because uh, I, do people still wear nylons? I don't know unless don't they're know. doing cosplay. But today in 1940, nylon stockings first went on sale to the general public. And American women went crazy for them. Stores sold out in a matter of days. I feel that's like- remarkable in a non-internet era. Yes, it's true. You couldn't just sit on the couch and order it on your no. phone or laptop. You had to. You had to get the single family car and take it and Mm. go Mm -hmm. and wait in line and punch other women and violence ensued. Yeah. I wonder if anybody did get a a punch to the face. You know, they did. Mm. You know, they did. Yeah. Okay. With no charges pressed. Well, because it was a different, it's a different era. Sure. Of course. Well, 1928, the cartoon plain 
crazy plane as an airplane. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Crazy introduces Mickey Mouse to the world. Now, I thought it was Steamboat Willie. I would have thought so too. And kind of yes, but ultimately nope. Hmm. Steamboat Willie was actually the third Mickey cartoon, but it was the first that actually found its way to a distributor. Uh And so Disney itself considers it to be Mickey's debut. But as we all know, Disney's a bunch of liars. And technically it was then plain crazy. That's some Disney trivia that I never knew. Yes, it will come in handy never. Well, you never know. Trivia night, trivial pursuit, something like that. I don't think that exists anymore. I could be wrong. Okay, well, on Sunday, May 16th, You have something that we could do on this day. I do. It's National Do Something Good for Your Neighbor Day. All right. Now, people like you Mm -hmm. are thinking about kind and wonderful things you could do. Of course. That's the awesome thing to do. People like me are thinking about it from a a bit more aggressive version of passive aggressive to say, well, I could, you know, I could mow their yard because they don't and scalp it down to the dirt. And it's, it's kind of a mixed bag of gifts. You want to take the passive aggressive path to doing something good for your neighbor. Less passive, more aggressive. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I choose not to, (laughs) but that's your desire. That's, that would be how I would celebrate if I were going to. All right. Well, it's also national piercing day. Yay. Prince Albert. Is that a thing? That's a piercing. Okay. It's dirty. Okay. You can tell by the blink look in my eyes. I really you have really no idea. You really don't know. <laughs> and you've placed me in the awkward position no, no. of not explaining it's it okay. because you'd have to edit. Anybody who wants to could give that a little goog, although you should probably clear your browser history after that. It has to do with genitalia. Okay. All right. We'll leave it at that. I have piercings in my ears. Mm-hmm. Um, that's as, as wild and crazy as I've ever gotten. But you want multiple. In the year. I do. I Should do. you go get one next Sunday? On Sunday? Oh my gosh. Speaking of going and getting one, there is a piercing place here in Oklahoma City on 23rd Street that, Kyle, I am not exaggerating. Every time I drive past that place, I don't care if it's 8 o'clock in the morning, 7 o'clock in the evening, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, there's a line. Okay. People waiting to get into this piercing studio. You know what I'm telling you right now? What? It's a front. What? For what? It's a drug business. No, you don't even need fronts in Oklahoma anymore. No, you do. You do. Uh, You're talking about weed. Is that even a drug in Oklahoma? Well, you have to have a card to purchase it. Basically, they hand out, they're giving out weed cards if you get vaccinated, from what I understand. (laughs) That's not true. I've been vaccinated. I can verify that's not true. But um, this piercing studio is so popular. Do not, don't ruin this for me. I just want to think there are so many people in Oklahoma City that just cannot wait to get into the studio and get their piercings done that it's wildly popular. Listen, I won't ruin it for you. They already have. You just choose to keep your blinders on and that's okay. I will do that. Thank you. It's also National Sea Monkey Day. Now, I know this dates me and I don't care. I don't, I'm not somebody that's offended by my own age. No, you shouldn't be. But I can remember reading comic books who frequently, somewhere in the book, usually an insert or inside the front cover or on the back cover, somewhere in there was an advertisement for sea monkeys. 
What are sea monkeys precisely? Don't distract me. Oh, okay. Well, because okay. that's that's like the question: Why is there air? Why are we here? All of these other conundrums of life. Okay. I don't. I don't know. And I almost dropped an f bomb. That's how much I don't know. Whoa! Okay. I don't know what they are because my sister who was far more persistent than I as a child yeah. and probably still to this day in some venues, she insisted that we order the sea monkeys and we did mm -hmm. bought a fish tank, all the things you're supposed to do. And basically all that tank ever looked like was loose stool. <laughs> okay. There were no monkeys Sea or otherwise. Uh -huh. yes. I don't know what they are, but the cartoon pictures of them, they looked amazing. Yeah. Never saw one. Okay. That's a big bummer. Do you think they still have little ads for uh, send in your money and we'll send us your sea monkey? I would guess if you got on the interwebs today and typed in sea monkey, you'd pull up two things. One would be an opportunity to find this mythical creature and uh -huh. two would be some really disturbing form of pornography. Okay. On that note... Switching uh, gears a little bit here, today is a day that the National Heron of France, one of the one of the most esteemed saints in the communion of saints, one of the most... Well, you say that because you're a woman, matriarchist. You don't think that, like, when I say this person's name, everyone's going to be like, oh, I know who that is, so... Well, I'm, you've painted me into a corner... <laughs> You've, you've chosen a criteria which is loose at best because there are actually a lot of saints that people would recognize immediately by name. But you've, you have labeled her like she's the queen of saints. Uh, no, I did not say that. I said one of the most esteemed, but I did not oh, say she was the queen. Well, she's not a queen, but she's better than a queen. I did not say that. Here's what we need to know. Listen, what you need to know is insinuation mm -hmm. building up all of that it, it's the same thing as saying it without actually saying it okay i don't know how do you not know i don't know but we're getting off track here this is important this whole episode's been off track every episode we've ever recorded has had no track we're trackless um St. Joan of Arc, mm -hmm. okay, canonized as a saint by Pope Benedict the Fifteenth. Yes, is that how you say that Roman numeral? It is. Okay, good. I X, was taking XV a, is fifteen. I was yes. taking a wild guess at it, so There's I'm glad I got it. A lot of things in life I don't know, but I can read some freaking Roman numerals. Good. I'm glad you can because I struggle. All right, that brings us up to Monday, May the seventeenth. Monday of this next week. That's right. I'm stealing it. National Cherry Cobbler Day. You stole the words literally. Out I of my literally mouth. stole them off the teleprompter. Um, are you thumbs up or thumbs down on Cherry Cobbler? It depends. Ooh, okay. It depends. Every buffet and barbecue joint. Oh my gosh! In the South or South adjacent? Yes, it's true. Has Cherry Cobbler? Yep. Now, it's a travesty to me what some people can somehow legally, without any repercussion, call cherry cobbler, which yeah. is basically lukewarm jelly yep. with a cherry here and there yes. and some breadish type basically things. Basically like white bread toasted over the top. Right. It's like, <laughs> what are you doing? A good cherry cobbler yeah. is delightful. Mm. Yeah. 
And so I'm a huge fan of cherry cobbler. And if you can find a good one, it seems to be getting harder and harder with each passing day. Mm. Have one. Yeah. Celebrate the day with it. Um, if your best option is it's this, the, the, this is the same, this, the scrappy version it's the same kind of place that on their dessert bar is going to have soft serve ice cream. Oh man. Oh, and so you'd get a big chunk of lukewarm cherry jelly and toasted bread and then pour some fake ice cream, ice cream. You'd pour garbage on top of it and you'd be like, Oh, this is good. Look how much we get all the quantity. I actually would think that's really good. That sounds really good Mm -hmm. right now. (laughs) I'm going to give it a no. All right. You take the next one since I stole yours. Well, this was supposed to be yours. I'm not happy about this, although I'm sure there are plenty of people that think this is awesome. In 1900, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz by Frank Baum was published. I hate The Wizard of Oz. Why? Because when I was a child, I watched the movie adaptation of it. It was terrifying. It was the first time I felt like I, I was like, I'm a child, but am I on drugs? Am I having a fever dream? There are flying monkeys. There's the tornado aspect, which as you and I know, growing up in Tornado Alley, that's real. Like that's a real fear. A tornado picked up a house and carried yeah. it. Well, yeah. Um, you know why it bothered you? Because it's scary. You didn't have enough Vaseline. <laughs> I do enjoy Vaseline. Some, nope. I do enjoy some uh, some ruby red shoes such that Dorothy wore in the movie. lukewarm Vaseline with some fake ice cream on it. Mm, I don't want that. That's basically what those terrible cobblers are. How they even get to legally call them cobbler. I don't know. I'm not over this. You are so angry about that. I really am. Cobbler. I really am. Okay. Well, that brings us to Tuesday of next week. Got a couple more things to celebrate and a little more, more trivia to, to drop for you. First of all, let it be known that Tuesday, May 18th, is National No Dirty Dishes Day. Here's, so, how, here's how you do this. How do you celebrate it? You could eat out, but they're still dirty dishes. So you've really not done it. You've just not done the dishes yourself. Oh, okay. Here's what you do. You use paper plates. Yes. And now, now I know what you're thinking. You're like, Kyle, the environment. Yeah. Sweet Jesus, the environment. Relax. Here's what you do. Either have or know someone who has either a pig or a goat. Mm. They're known, both of them, for eating anything. Even paper plates. You bet. Throw throw a hint of food. Throw some bad cherry cobbler on there. They'll eat the plate. (laughs) Our dogs would eat some bad cherry cobbler on a paper plate. They'd eat the plate. They'd do all the things. And our dogs are kind of piggish. Yes, so, they are, yes. Yeah, you do that, you're good to go. Okay. I was going to suggest paper plates, too, to just avoid the... The environment, dishes. Meg. Think of the environment. I think once a year... Here's what you could do to be very responsible. On earlier in the week, National Do Something Good for Your Neighbor Day, get a big Sam-sized thing of, or Costco, whatever your warehouse club might be, get a big thing of paper plates disperse it amongst the neighbors. It's COVID season. They're going to be like, this is gross. Why are you doing it? Just just try to convince them that you're being a good yeah, neighbor. Here's what you do. In that giant stack, in between every plate, you spread a super thin layer of Vaseline. <laughs> that's, that's where it's at. And then on National No Dirty Dishes Day, you can say this is the one day of the year when I choose paper plates 
And uh, probably in the grand scheme of things, I bet there are people right now who are like, well, actually, it takes more of an environmental toll to run the dishwasher because of the hot water. It's and probable. This. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I feel like somewhere right now in yeah. internet land, someone is telling me why doing the dishes is actually bad for the environment. Well, here's, here's then a third option okay. that I only just thought of now. It's not scripted. This is, uh, it's raw. It's uncut footage. Okay. We lived in central, south central Texas for Mm -hmm. a time. Mm -hmm. And there's a specific style of barbecue throughout there. Yes. It's uh, German influence, I believe. High heat, fast cooked. That's not typically what you think of. Mm -hmm. And of the premier places, they were very, to reference back to Seinfeld, soup Nazi-ish about things. Yep. Um, I, one of them in Lockhart specifically that I went to was like this, where you'd go in and order your thing. They would serve you on butcher paper. That's right. Literally yeah. the most biodegradable thing that ever existed. That's right. Butcher exactly. paper. And if you asked for sauce or anything beyond just what you'd grab from the little condiment packages available, you were at risk of being ejected. Yep. That's right. So that's another option because that, that paper is going to biodegrade really fast. Well, I'd also like for you to know this is we've got a little conflict of interest here, I feel like. Not yeah. only is it National Dirty Dishes Day, it's also National Cheese Souffle Day. Now, we've Wait, been- I have two questions. Okay. One, what's a souffle? Well, a souffle, we've never made one. The way I understand it, I don't even know if I've ever eaten one. It's an egg-based dish that... Turns out you bake it in the oven, mm-hmm. and in the end, it turns out to be kind of custardy. Okay. Now, a lot of times, I think that souffles are more on the sweet side. However, for cheese souffle, it's going to be a little bit more savory. Obviously, it has cheese in I it. I like savory. I do too. My second question mm-hmm. then: mm-hmm. Why is it spelled souffle? Because it's French. Oh man! Yes, just you just made me hate the French. No, I didn't want to. No, just, you did it. They, they they have their way of spelling. We have ours. I'm assuming we have no French listeners. Not like true French. Everybody's like, oh, I'm a part this, a part that, but you're American or some other. But true French listeners, you're forgetting our French Canadians. Um, that doesn't count. They're, they're Canadians with French influence. Okay, there's well, a difference. All right, you drop them off in France, they're going to be. Just as snobbed as Americans. <laughs> I wonder about that. But listen, here's my thing. From what I understand, souffles in general, but I would think especially or souffles, especially a cheese souffle, they're they're a little fussy, and I have to think they're a little messy. Okay. So I don't understand pairing these two to have the same day, no dirty dishes in National Cheese Souffle Day. I feel like, honestly, they're forcing us to choose one or the other. You can either yeah. have a cheese souffle or you can have a no dirty dishes day. You, if you put a cheese souffle onto butcher paper, you're going to hate your life. Or you'll eat the butcher paper like the pig <laughs> or goat you don't have. I don't I feel like you got to pick one of these two holidays yep. and not both. Yep. But if you can pick both and do it successfully, I do expect to hear from you in the Facebook group. Please do. Yes. Okay. We got another thing. One more thing. 1860. Abraham Lincoln became the Republican candidate for the U.S. presidency. Really? Now, did you know that Lincoln, stinking Lincoln, as we would have called him in my childhood, uh, a mere 80 years ago, 
he was affiliated at different times with not one, not two, but three different political parties. Oh, really? I I started a deep dive on this, and then I exhausted. And then you're like, oh, I forgot. I actually hate American. I history. actually hate politics. <laughs> Well, he was first a Whig. Okay. Now, I have no doubt that I am grossly underqualified and undereducated to make this statement. Oh, no. But it really feels like that Whigs were desperately, desperately close to what a libertarian is today. Really? In a lot of ways. Now, I'm sure there's somebody out there that's like right now... They're Googling and typing, and they don't know whether to poop or go blind because they're just freaking out about this. I know that there are some differences. I read enough to know, yeah, there's some differences. But some of the core tenets are very disturbingly similar. Now, the Whigs kind of faded for reasons I won't go into. And it was more or less the Whigs who leaked into then what became the Republican Party, which Mm -hmm. was number two for Lincoln. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't so much that they did so because they agreed. It was because they were looking to survive. Sure. Okay. It's, you know, go be a, go be a sleeper cell somewhere. Got to play that political game. Yeah. Okay. Now, for the final year-ish or so of Lincoln's life and presidency, he was a member of the National Union Party. I did not even know there was such a thing. I didn't either. It's kind of a rebranded Republican Party. Evidently, it wasn't quite as popular to be a Republican anymore. Or the Republicans were looking to... to Strengthen the depth chart, if you will. Mm. Bring more members on board, but the core tenets of what republicanism Mm -hmm. stood for were not acceptable by more than what they currently had. So they adopted this new name to bring the defenses down. Okay, gotcha. And probably even suggested a few things that weren't quite true while still clinging to what was true about what they thought was their... uh, Foundation to stand on? I don't know. It's, but yeah, in any event, that's a whole lot of stuff that I'm not, I'm just not willing to dive further into and unpack just to say there were three parties that 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 president belonged to. Well, here's what I like about this. I like the fact that now you, I, and all of the awesomes who are listening have a little piece of interesting trivia to tuck into their back pocket. So yeah. the next time they're at a yeah. dinner party and it gets a little awkwardly quiet, you can pop up and be like, did you all know President Abraham Lincoln was a member of not one, not two, but in fact, three different political parties. That's now right. discuss. In I, the- I need to go get a drink. I'll be back. Yeah, and exactly. then you don't come back. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So, everyone, we've set you up for success for your next social gathering, whenever that might be. I've got two things not in the notes. I'll probably tell them poorly. Okay. But I do feel like they're valid and semi-valuable to include. You're just, you're going off the top of your head right now. Or the... You're m- way off the track. Mid-layer of cerebral, cerebral fluid and Vaseline, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, one. Now, last... I think it was last episode we referenced Ben Affleck's little weird thing on Raya. I think it's pronounced Raya, the celebrity Tinder app. Mm -hmm. Well, 
and there was a little bit of, of, to me, I'm not making anyone else's decision, to me, what I would consider creepiness of him pursuing a much younger, mm, sure, disturbingly so, female, mm-hmm. on the midst, by the way, of having most recently separated from... His children's nanny. His, well, I was going to go back to... Uh, no, I can't remember names. What's her name? Jennifer Gardner. Jennifer Gardner. Yes. Thank you. Who I quite enjoy. Yes. Not in a weird way. Well, she's, as, she's on your hall pass. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. I have no hall pass. She's on my on my list of celebrities who I actually enjoy. Yes, that's true. What they do as their profession. Yes. Anyway. Um, yeah. So that whole thing weird, all that. Well, your friend, my friend... Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry? Yes. Of Friends fame? Yes, of Friends fame. Who, if you go look up a current picture of him, you can tell he's fighting with some some age denial issues. Okay, sure, I sure, I understand. Sure. It's look, okay. me too. Right. It's okay. I'm there with you, Matthew. Well, a similar thing happened with him. Same app. Oh. He, he kind of pursued a gal a little bit, shared a video to confirm he was who he was. She's... In her early 20s, I think, perhaps even younger. I can't recall exactly. Legal in terms of 18, but a little weird, a little creepy. But in this instance, he didn't he didn't get like overly pushy or creepy or weird about it. And then it was really an instance of her looking at this thing that just went down with Affleck and, and the lady. I cannot remember the lady's name. Was it something Ray? I can't remember what her what her name was. Anyway, I think this gal was opportunistic, looked at, thought, oh, I'll make a name for me. I'll become oh, viral. Oh, yes. But Raya was like, hey, you're you're violating. The other gal didn't, with Affleck, she didn't violate anything on Raya because he'd pursued her on Instagram. Right, 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 right. Yes. But this gal aired something from Raya, and so Raya kicked her off the platform. Oh, well, that that, that backfired for her. It backfired, oh, although shoot. she still got a little bit of recognition. Yeah. She probably still feels like it's a win, and sure. she was making a lot of statements in the aftermath, like, oh, what, I don't care, except that she plainly did. Of course. So there's that. Um, one other, and I don't know how to, I don't know how to digest this one. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow, mm-hmm. Paltrow, 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 mm-hmm. whatever it is, she's a little strange. She's got some beliefs that she believes in. She's a little strange. I'm not condemning her. I'm just saying, and by strange, what I mean is outside of any norm any of us would recognize. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's quite normal in the circle she runs in. Sure, of course. I don't know. I feel like everyone looks at her and it's like, yeah, a little off. Okay. Um, she recently had a an interview where she pointed to the fact that the pandemic had caused her to eat pasta and bread and drink daily. And I don't know, as, as I read that, I was just like, okay. I mean, that's what everybody I know has done. Oh, she's saying like that's let that that was the toll it took on yeah, her. Yeah, she's lamenting the oh. fact that she went all the way to the point of eating pasta. And drinking daily. Wow. Well, now she knows what it's like to be a commenter. I guess. I guess. I don't know. I'm struggling with it. I kind of wanted to high five her, like, "Hey, welcome to normal." But yeah. then yeah, it's yeah, a weird. Yeah, yeah. It's a weird thing. I don't know. Yes. 
well, the pandemic has taken its toll on us all. Some I guess of us if, even yeah. eating carbs and if, drinking alcohol. If you're eating carbs and drinking, and for some reason you feel guilty about that, I guess you can look to Gwyneth Paltrow and say, hey, even even the mighty have stumbled. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. There's a message there somewhere. I'll let you figure out what it is. All right. Okay. Those are great news pieces. I missed both of those. And that's why I'm glad you do that. You you bring in the interesting things that pop up in the news that you can pretty much guarantee that I've missed. So I'm glad you missed them because in the, the process of finding the few worth mentioning, yeah. Boy, there's a lot of depressing crap in the world, and that's not what this is about. That's right. It is about having an awesome week ahead. And you, and you should. Man, there's a lot of things, and don't feel obligated to celebrate any of them in the way that's suggested. Um, just know there's a lot of cool things going on in the world, despite yeah. the distractors yes. that might be there. That's right. I would agree with that. Well, you want to sign us off? Well, you like to. As you know, I will always recommend to the good people, have an awesome today, would you? I hope you do. Bye. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.